Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Cigars and Opinions with your host, Sean. Say hey. Hi. That was my wife. And now... It is time to get into... The... Guard on Patrol segment. Go ahead and take it away, Sean. Hello, my party people. Thank you, Sean. So, by myself, all by my lonesome, is Thanksgiving the guard on patrol segment and yeah I am uh, I'm working uh, I'm working it's raining like a fucking bitch it's raining like a bitch my whole shit
think that was a bad idea I think that was a good idea for her to get a, a better one but uh
Okay. Basically, you're getting close to 80 on a 
So what will be the point in paying an insurance and, 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 and insurance company for a premium of such and such amount just so I could never fucking use it? And I'll allow everybody to. I gotta pay for something I don't need. 
don't get sick often. When I was younger, I was in the hospital a few times. I broke my leg. I was in the hospital for that for a week. Got out of there. I didn't have insurance, so I couldn't fix the problem, but I gave the people a call when uh, when I can. And I do plan on fixing that problem at some point when I have the money. But had I had insurance, they wouldn't have done anything anyway because it's an insurance company and they don't do it. Every fucking time I've ever had a reason to call for an insurance is fucking with the car and everything. Oh, we can't help you. We don't know where you guys are. But I literally just told you where we are. Well, we can't help you. Well, why not? We can't do it. Why not? You know where we are. I told you where we are. You just pay for a fucking tow truck to come pick us up and tow us somewhere. So we can take care of the problem. No, not gonna do it. You guys gotta have to call back after you after you get towed. And already have and have already paid for it in order to get your money reimbursed. The fuck kind of bullshit is that? I have to so so I have to pay for it, but you'll reimburse me after. No, you won't. You know we called them and never even got the fucking reimbursement. You know what I told my wife? Don't worry, bro. don't worry about it. They're fucking it. They ain't gonna do their damn job. All they care about is getting money. company didn't care about doing his job, just cared about, just cared about taking money from, from us and, and that's it. So, yeah. But hey, I've been talking year off for about 20 some odd minutes, so I'm going to give it over to Sean with the main segment, my party people thank you for going on patrol with me and i will see y'all next see y'all next time on the guard on patrol segment sean take it away thank you sean and hello my party people so i know i'm a couple days late putting this out um, it is Tuesday evening when I'm recording this. I am at work, uh, Sunday evening. I just wanted to, I was going to play a little bit of Skyrim for a little while and then I was going to get up and, and go outside and I got downloaded a, another mod a while back and I'm just now getting into that mod and I gotta tell you I enjoyed it a lot um I legitimately played until 5 in the morning without without trying to I wasn't trying to do that but I ended up playing all through the night till 5 in the morning I was just going to get a, a quest done a specific quest and then got sidetracked with other quests and uh yeah Time got so far away from me that by the time I realized it and put up the laptop, it was already 5 in the morning. I had stayed up all night 
playing and messing around in Bruma. And um, for those that don't know, it's a Skyrim mod. It's um, Beyond Skyrim Bruma. And uh, there's a bunch of different mods you need. There's a bunch of different mods that need Bruma in order to play. Um, But I don't believe that I have any that needed Bruma. But it brings a whole... um, Bruma from a... Bruma from Oblivion. From uh, the Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Um, brings Bruma in there. And... Uh, has Bruma in it. And... Uh, it brings Bruma to Skyrim, essentially. Uh, you get a map. A small area that you go to that's kind of like a border between Skyrim and, and Bruma and you go to it and you go through the, the thing and when you get over there you're in a whole new map you're like back in Cyrodiil um, anyway so yeah, that's um, that's why I didn't do it that night. I ended up putting up the laptop, falling asleep, and damn near sleeping through my alarm um, to get to work Monday. And then I was going to do it while I was here yesterday, Monday, but um, all the way until the five o'clock round it was really noisy here i'm not really supposed to do things like that while i'm while i'm here um to be fair i'm not supposed to i still do but just i'm not supposed to i know i ain't supposed to but fuck it why the hell should i care right anyway so I got here, it was going to be, no- I knew it was going to be noisy until at least 7. So I was going to do it between 7 and 9. But it was noisy all the way up to 7. I did my 5 o'clock round, got that out of the way, sat back down over here. It was, It was like one of those things where it's like, uh, it's too much noise. There's going to be more background noise than I want in it. So it's going to be a pain in the butt. And then 7 to 9, I didn't end up leaving the guard shack until 7.30 something, I think, if I remember correct. I probably don't remember correct. But I didn't end up leaving until 7.30 something, I think. And, uh... By the time I got back to the guard shack, it was already after 8. And, uh, the rest of the time, I had to talk to my wife about something. So, I got on the phone with her and was talking to her. And ended up all the way until 9. So, 
I did the nine o'clock round and nine o'clock is between nine between about nine thirty to ten thirty the guys are usually out the gate going out the gate and coming in the gate going out to lunch and coming back from lunch so I was like hey, I can't be doing that while they're walking on through because I don't I don't want to have a have to stop every few seconds and say catch you later man or you know welcome back show me your ID while I was in the middle of recording so I just said fuck it what I'll do is I'll just do it when I get home and I got home and I was so fucking tired because I only got a few hours worth of sleep And, uh, so I was so tired, so I didn't really want to die. It was cold as fuck last night, too. I, I didn't want to go back outside, so I was going to do it in the room, and then I ended up, because of insomnia, trying to force myself to lay down long enough to be able to pass out. Didn't end up passing out till like, 2 or 3 in the morning. But I legitimately laid there like a fucking zombie. So. Here we are. Tuesday evening. It's quieter. It's. 8.14 right now. And I don't have anything important to talk to my wife about. So. While it's quiet, I figure, well, mostly quiet. You could probably hear noise in the background, but it's mostly quiet, so. While it's mostly quiet, I figure, fuck it, I'll just get it over those, I'll just, I'll just do this and, and hopefully, hopefully it, it doesn't take very, uh, ho- hopefully people don't show up towards the gate. going in or out so I um yeah I kind of fucked myself up this weekend um you know I'm not even sure what kind of what kind of uh episode I'm going to have this time around, um, Well, okay, today I fucked up by sharing old memory with Elder Brother. 
This is by UB45B. I don't know if that's supposed to stand for something or not, but... Today I fucked up by sharing an old memory with an elder brother. We had to get we had a get together with a few of our friends and my brother and his girlfriend were in town, so they came over too. He knew some of my friends as we all grew up in the same town. We start reminiscing and telling each other fun stories from the past. And my friend, let's call her Kay, who I had a foursome with in college, spilled how we had gone home with two guys. And in the end, since she wasn't too comfortable, since she wasn't too comfortable swallowing back then, I ended up swallowing both guys come. I kept on hinting to her to shut the F up cause my brother was there and I literally told her that my bro doesn't want to hear about my sex life. I guess she was a bit drunk and she kept going. We were all pretty drunk, but I remember embarrassingly looking at my brother and he was just covering his face and eyes to avoid eye contact with me. We obviously didn't chat about this afterwards. I just said I'm sorry he had to hear the story and he just said he didn't hear anything. TLDR, friend told the story of, of me swallowing two guys, or two, two guys in front of my brother at a party. So, I mean, That is kind of um, definitely a TMI for most people. I don't think most people would want to hear that about their sister. Uh, it doesn't matter whether you're male or female. Most people would not want to hear that about your sister. Uh, I, um... I never really cared much about hearing experiences from other people. It doesn't matter who they are. Um, my mother and I were actually pretty open about things like that, and we actually talked about things like that. Now, not necessarily in detail. Uh, I, we never went into detail, obviously. But... Uh, 
yeah that's um that's that's not something you want to hear about I'm gonna I'm gonna read this guy's comment. It's just me being curious is the name of the uh, person. So it's just me being curious reply, uh, um, commented and said, unlikely your brother will ever bring this up. He was embarrassed by your friend sharing intimate details. Trust me, I don't want to hear about any of my sisters, any of my sisters' sex lives. He didn't either. If I did hear, if I did hear it, wouldn't change anything between us. Yeah, I mean, I could mostly, I mostly agree with that. If the topic of something like that comes up, in a conversation and they share something like that for one they'd have to be willing to share that kind of information in front of me which most of my family uh, were pretty open people I, I can say that pretty honestly um, yeah I could say, um, I could say that there was no incestuous stuff on my end. Like, none of my family was incestuous, but we were not closed off like most families are. We were alright with talking about things like that. Um, so, I don't really have a hand in that. This one's from our police. You false management 101 says well his his post is uh says what are your thought what are your thoughts on the ATF that is alcohol, tobacco and firearms. Kinda Grumpy 81 said, um, comments on this. this. Is the first comment on this. He says, spoke to an agent that was assigned to a task force once, and when I asked some questions about 
tax about tax stamps and FFLs. He scoffed at me and pretty much said that's admin and office stuff which he didn't really know about or have anything to do with. I can't say for sure but my impression from his comment was that the agents doing law enforcement investigations and such seem to be different than the people that are interpreting rules slash laws and handling administrative stuff such as such as I mentioned above it kind of it, it kind of caught me off guard the way he said it as though tax stamps and FFLs aren't his agency's thing and I insulted him by asking a question I didn't ask any further questions because it was pretty uncomfortable which was probably what he was going for. User Reddit Really Sucks 9 replied to him and said, I think this is the best answer. The ATF has done a lot of great task force work getting switches and gangbangers off the street in Minneapolis. Not a single one I've met seemed interested in any of the controversial things they do. They just wanted to... They just wanted... They just wanted to prey on really bad dudes. I think I think internet lore has made the ATF into this boogeyman that they're not. Maybe one part of the organization is doing some overreachy stuff, but the average ATF agent is simply not there for that. And I've definitely seen some fake-ass video of ATF door knocks. I mean... I can't really say too much about the ATF because I've never really dealt with them. I've only ever dealt with ATF one, once or twice. I believe um, there was a, at least a couple ATF members that came to a bar I was working once. I was uh, security at the bar at the front door and um, actual security in uniform and all. And um, I believe I've talked about the bar in a past episode. Matter of fact, I have talked about the bar in a past episode. The bar I had to break up the fight. The, the one of the fights at. We got into a fight often. But there was at least a couple ATF members in that bar. And I did, uh... 
I didn't notice them because I looked behind me and watched them staring at the door. Watched one of them stare at the door and the other one was looking around and then stared at the door. And I looked back a second time and the other guy was staring at the door and the other guy was looking around. So they were just, they were very shifty people. They were being very shifty, but it's not like they weren't welcome there. They were welcome there as patrons, but, you know. They had to show me their IDs and all that. They didn't show me that they were with the agency, but I could tell that they were. Like, they didn't have the demeanor of somebody that was there to have a good time. So I mentioned to one of the workers, hey, watch watch those two guys. I think they're ATF. Pretty sure they're ATF. We were told that ATF was running around to the different bars, so. The rest of the bar bar keeps and all that and the rest of the the rest of the workers paid extra close attention to those two. After I mentioned, hey, they're they're ATF. This is in the r slash police um, subreddit, by the way. So, yeah. User Poodle Soup commented and said, Less fed agencies there are, the better. Someone, um, a user by the name HCSO, HCSO Throwaway replied to Poodle Soup and said, Did you have that feeling pre 2022? Why do, why do you feel that way? How do you feel about sovereign citizens? First of all, I'm gonna say one thing about the sovereign citizen thing. Doesn't fucking matter whether you think you're a sovereign citizen or what the hell you think you are. If a police officer pulls you over, you comply. Otherwise, you're gonna have a bad time. You're gonna go to jail for impeding. But but uh, he wasn't asking my opinion. He was asking uh, Poodle Soup his opinion or their opinion. So Poodle Soup replied to the thro- re- replied to HCS throw HCSO throwaway and said. I've always felt that way. The government wastes a ton of money and all the three-letter agencies are a big part of it. And then said, Sovereign citizens are crazy. 
And I agree, the people that think they're sovereign citizens, they are completely crazy. HCSO throwaway replied to Poodle again. Poodle Soup again said, Are you aware of how little of the federal budget goes to three-letter law enforcement? Do you think that your... Do you think that your agency wastes a ton of... Do you think that your agency wastes a ton of money... He's a U.S. police officer, by the way. Um, Poodle Soup is a U.S. police officer. Do you do you think that your agency wastes a ton of money? If so, what are you what are you doing to stop it? How do you feel about the defund the police people who feel the same way you do about the FBI, but? about your agency why do you think sovereign citizens are crazy they feel the same way you do just taken just taken to the extreme the federal government is a waste of money and should not have any authority over us in quotes poodle soup replied are you aware he, he he broke it down by question. He said... He said... He broke down by... The first question was, Are you aware how little of the federal budget goes to three-letter law enforcement? He said, He said, And it's still too much guys said the second question was do you think that your agency wastes a ton of money yep if so what are you doing if so what are you doing to stop it my job that doesn't answer the question how do you feel about the defund the police people about the defund the police people who feel the same way you do about the FBI but about your agency he just replied FBI isn't doing shit for my community then he said uh, then the question was why do you think sovereign citizens are crazy they feel the same way you do just taken to the extreme and should just taken to the extreme quote unquote the federal government is a waste of money and should not have any authority over us he said extremists are crazy and while I agree with some of that I 
I don't I don't believe that uh, I don't believe we should defund the police not at all they probably need more funding really um, but uh, Twisted Hayes replied to that last thing and said thank you for doing my homework Opie Neither one of those were OP. sandwich god commented and said they are best at euthanizing dogs that's fucking that's silly I'm, I, again, only ever dealt with a couple of them, and I didn't really deal with them that much. I just made sure the bar didn't get shut down, so I didn't lose my job. Let's see here. We're 30 minutes in, so, yeah, there's that. Uh, a writing prompt. I'm on the writing prompt one too. I don't do any writing prompts myself, personally, because uh, I'm not in school and I never really cared much for writing longhand. Um, so typing out a story doesn't really do much for me. I, I do write my own stories. I'm not using no writing prompts. User very verd. Wrote. Your significant other has landed in this writing prompts. Writing prompts. So this is for people to follow. 
which I should probably get through one writing prompt and, and actually be able to read one story. Okay, your significant other has landed a book publishing deal. You're very proud of them, even if you don't actually enjoy their writing. One day, on a whim, you buy an actual copy in a bookstore. It's nothing like the pages they gave you they gave you to read. Nothing. Okay, so yeah, a bit of a long one is the first one on there. Yeah. Yeah, probably gonna end up I'm gonna read this one. It's, it, it, it's a long one, but I'm gonna go ahead and read it. So, a taraxidermist. is the first one on the list here. I got a little bit of test. So the first person that wrote a thing says a taraxidermist. I'm hoping that I say that correct, but their first one is, their, their, uh, their comment is, House of Change by Daniel O'Brien. <clears throat> Miranda liked the title, and that was the extent of it, or the extent of it. The story itself was lackluster. Fantasy, fantasy aficionados would fantasy aficionados wouldn't find much novelty. Those looking to be afraid would miss the shiver down their spines. That was for the literary criticism. Daniel was also her boyfriend. He managed to become a published author, which in itself was a feat far beyond her personal appreciation of his book. This and more, she thought as she picked up the book to buy it from, to buy it from the store. The pile was rather low she wasn't the first to buy, despite Daniel having no real reputation as as writer to speak of. 
If I may, tell your boyfriend I adore his work, said the clerk. A young man, uh, a young, somewhat sheepish looking man. Of course, she replied. A few steps from the exit, she turned back and added, How do you know my boyfriend wrote it? I'm friends with him. Odd. Daniel never told her about him, nor did she like the glint in his eye. She left the store, forgetting the storage... For, for, forgetting the storage... Forgetting the strange encounter once, at, once outside. How had it been... How long had it been since last time she sat on a bench and read a book? Sat on a bench to read a book. She couldn't remember. She decided to celebrate by rekindling this old habit. She found a long, she found a lone bench in the park. Sat down. Well protected from the cold as her heavy coat. Well, well protected from the cold in her heavy coat. She she smelled the book just like new and opened the first page. That's a weird fucking thing to do, smelling a book. Like what are you expecting to smell from that book? I'm I'm not I'm not casting judgment. She turned page after page and didn't remember a thing. Yet she had yet she had read several drafts, had encouraged Daniel to go for a bolder opening, had an idea for the general themes. So where was the story about adventure and polymorphism where were the sentences and style she knew she knew to dislike instead the words flew in an alien way she felt them she felt them worm their way under her eyes and when she closed the book to gaze at the sky above, she still sensed how the words burrowed through her. It was unpleasant and uncomprehensible. There was no story. She wasn't sure. There was no story. She wasn't sure what she, what she had read. Only that it had an impact on her. Passerbys nodded at her with a smile she could only describe as perfectly fake. Wonderful book, is it not? Said an elder, said an elder woman walking with a crutch. 
in her bag a copy of House of Change. For a moment, all motion stopped in the park. Walkers and runners stood in place, gazing straight at Miranda, sporting the exact same wrong smile, carrying their copy of Daniel's book. She rubbed her eyes when she opened them again, movement had resumed as if nothing had happened. She was sick, had to be. Against her better judgment, she opened the book again. The words slipped down her spine, tickled her ribs, swelled her heart. The words played in her flesh like a mad spark, ready to create chaos. And through the chaos, make her anew. A gasp. Someone someone stripped the book from her hands. She had stopped breathing, nearly passed out. Don't read too much into it. And the voice of a man who had taken the book said the voice of said the voice of the man who had taken the book. She looked up. Daniel? No noise. No motion. They were all looking at him, at, at them without a smile. But with that glint in their eyes. What is this? She asked with a trembling voice. It isn't a story, Daniel explained. It's more of a guide as a human as a human you are both sculptor and sculptor but I never liked the rudimentary ways we have to practice our art so I devised a new method Miranda would would have told him to knock it off already but the words still squirmed underneath her her skin eager to break free a young ma- a young boy approached them as he walked a young boy approached them as he walked his shadow distended the audible crack of breaking bone was heard his legs got longer and with each step muscles tearing to accommodate the new architecture spine cracking pulling on the nerves oh god she whispered as the looming child's frame hid the sun from her sun from her as the looming child's frame hid the sun from her she passed out when she woke when she awoke she was in bed what a nightmare it had been what pleasure it was to wake up under a warm blanket 
secure and cozy. Miranda rubbed her eyes, gasped when she saw House of Change on the nightstand. With a trembling hand, she reached for the book. Not you, Daniel. Uh, not you, said Daniel, as he as he put his hand, his own hand on the book to keep it closed. Why not? I don't want you to change. Miranda shook her head. Hold on. What's going on, man? Sound like a plan? Ooh, you alright, dog? Oh, yeah. I like you. <laughs> I don't want you to change. Miranda shook her head was about to scream, kept it in through sheer willpower. Enough, it's a bad joke. I'm just sick, that's all. You're not sick. I'm doing my podcast. Oh yeah? Yep. How you got now? Not too many, but not too little. Keep going. Put it on Facebook too. I do. Um I have shared it on Facebook, but I mostly just do it on uh, on Spotify. Oh, right. yeah. Cigars and opinions. I'm good. I'll let it grow on its own. That's true, but I let it grow on its own. If I'm not doing it by myself, then it's not really growing the way I want it to. Alright. Enough. It's a bad joke. I'm not sick. I, I'm just sick. That's all. You're not sick. I said enough. It was both an order and a plea. Daniel sighed and rose. She heard. She heard the already familiar crack. Saw the bone splinters poke through the flesh and clothes. Dragged the blanket off of her. Dragged. I'm sorry. Daniel sighed and rose. She heard the already familiar crack. Saw the bone splinters. Poked through the flesh and clothes. Dragged the blanket to her. As a feeble attempt to protect her herself. As a, as a new set of bloody spidery limbs protruded from Daniel's torn back. There he stood, still, smiling, bloody, and bloodily happy.
Out of wit, Miranda asked, Why don't you want me to change? Few things are precious enough to, to be kept as they are. You are one of them. Daniel left the room with his book. Ah. I did not do that story justice. I really did not. Um, my reading is still atrocious. That's, um, that was freaking awesome. I like that. I'm going to, I'm going to end this here. I will speak to y'all next time. Um, my party people, I'm going to put this all over to Sean with the outro. and hello my party people and we are at the outro so look uh, I'm sure I'm gonna share that 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 subreddit um, that last one um, it's gonna be in the description so you guys can read through different ones that you, if you want to uh, it'll be there just take a look in the description of this episode uh, if you want to read that last story yourself, that's going to be the one that's going to be there. So, I gotta say, um, I did not do that any, any bit of, uh, uh, what you call it? I'm not a very good reader when it comes to a lot of a lot of stories especially if I've never actually read something like it before um, so if I've never actually read that story before which I didn't uh, I, I would I would I would not not be very good with it not very good reading it. so I'm not I'm not a very good narrator but uh yeah all right well my party people you guys all have a good week i will see you this sunday you all have a good one and i'll see then i'll see y'all next time